Hi, everybody. Welcome to Real Talk with T. I am your host on today, T. Pringle, and I'm super glad that you are joining in on today. Today is a very special podcast because I am going to be joined by my best friend of 13 plus years and her husband, and we are going to have a good time. So, hey, Kiki. Hey, AJ. Hey, T. What's up? What's up? So I'm super excited. Y'all already know because we've been trying to get this together forever um, yeah. for us to be able to come together, discuss um, some some things. And so I kind of want to get you guys to kind of just introduce yourselves to everybody on the podcast. Some short and sweet, nothing like too long, of course. Yeah. Um, just something short so everybody can know a little bit about you guys. Or I can just ask you the questions and then you can just go into that. You can start with the question. <laughs> okay, y'all, just so you know, my best friend is an introvert, and I'm an extrovert, so I'm getting her out of her shell on today, um, <laughs> and getting her to talk more, so this is just the beginning, though. This is not the end, okay? So, first off, Kiki's real name is Keishandre. Sorry, everybody. Her real name is Keishandre, but of course, everybody calls her Kiki, and AJ's real name is Anthony. So, yeah, just to put that out there. Okay, so um, I basically am starting a new series on my podcast where I interview people in my life who I feel like um, are very special to me, but also people that God has done uh, miraculous work in their lives. I feel like a lot of my friends have great stories that nobody knows about. Um, they have stories of transformation, um, just of what God has done in their life and where they are in their lives now versus when they were, you know, in the beginning walks, in their beginning walks with Christ or even before him. And I feel like a lot of people don't have good godly friends, but I have been blessed with good godly friends. And so Kiki and AJ are actually one of those couples that I really look up to in marriage because they're doing it God's way. And I kind of wanted them to come on. This is my first, um, podcast for the series just talking about um, millennial marriage God's way so that's mm -hmm. the reason why Kiki and AJ are here because they are true examples of what that looks like and I know them personally and everybody knows the reason why my podcast is called Real Talk with T is because we get real it's transparent and there's no fluff about yeah. anything so <laughs> <That's awesome. Yeah. laughs> yes so that's why I uh, wanted to, them to be my first guest um, starting off the series. So I'm glad that they were able to, that we finally got the time for all of us to get together and, you know, get it started. So first, AJ and Kiki, can you guys start off by telling us, first of all, how old are you? Yes. So I am, I just turned 32. Woo <laughs> and, <laughs> yes. and I am 33 years old. Yeah. Okay, so you guys, as you know, they are a young couple, okay, 32 and 33, definitely not old, um, <laughs> young adults, you know, doing this marriage thing, so that's why I also wanted them as well. Okay, can y'all also tell us how long have you guys been married to each other? So we've been three years, we've gone on four years this October, October the 19th, three amazing years. Three amazing. Oh, that's so great, so yeah. sweet. Dated for ten years before we ma got married. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was a long time for long sure. Time. 
Okay, and how did you guys meet? Well, we we met through uh, we met through church. Um, my senior year, um, meeting you, meeting T, we both yeah. went to school, and she invited me to her church, and AJ and his family was there, and that's how it all started. <laughs> <laughs> I like to say, y'all, just the interlude. They already know what I'm about to say that I feel like I was the reason why they got together. I feel like <laughs> I had a big part to do with that. If you didn't hear, she already told y'all that I invited her to my church when I met her um, senior year of high school. And then, of course, she met her now husband. So just putting <laughs> that out there. Um, so um, that that also is another part of um, me and Kiki's story is that we met each other our senior year of high school. And ever since then, we've basically been friends we went to college together um all of that so we've seen each other in basically almost every season of our lives um so which is a great great thing and so when I say we're friends we're friends friends like not just like oh hey girl but we like real friends (laughs) so (laughs) so I do want to get into, which we already kind of discussed, I want to get into um, a little bit about each of your um, upbringing, like your childhood. And so if we can get into that, just kind of tell us how um, you grew up. And this is specifically about how did you grow up seeing relationships and how how did that affect your relationships personally? So whoever wants to go first. Okay, I can take over first. Mm -hmm. So for me, you know, I grew up in a Christian family. Mm-hmm. My family members stay close together. So my grandparents, my aunts and uncles, my cousins, we all stayed in like a small area, which we call the Harris home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was able to uh, grow up seeing, you know, uh, Christian marriages and, you know, blessed marriages, you know, family that stayed together for a long time. And so their marriages were uh, blessed by God and, Amen. Um, I didn't really see like, you know, if they if they really dealt with things, you know, it didn't show on the outside. Mm-hmm. It was able to deal with it the right way. And I think uh, it, it really blessed me because it showed me what I wanted in a marriage. Right. And, you know, I saw, you know, men leading their families, you know, being active in their families and taking authority over their families, you know, speaking over and praying over their families. And so, you know, that showed me that the foundation had to start with God. Right. Seeing those biblical principles and seeing them set that standard for family living. And, you know, that just showed me how God moved. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. For for me, it was, of course, the opposite. Um, Growing up. Um, my family stayed apart. Um, my mother, she's in the, she was in the military. And so we moved from to different places. And so that caused my, you know, our family to be dispersed. And so I didn't really grow up around closely with my grandparents and aunts and uncles and everything. And so, um, with seeing relationships, uh, with my parents and my step parents, Uh, You know, they were together when I was younger, but then I seen divorce, uh, seen abuse, seen a lot of different things that shaped the way I view relationships. It really made it tough for me. Um, I didn't see 
strong Christian examples. Mm-hmm. Like I grew up in a household where, you know, you had the Christian principles. We went to, to church here and there, but it wasn't enforced every single day at home. And um, yeah, it just, you know, you, you got, you got the basic things of don't lie, don't steal and everything, but it wasn't like, you know, the strict godly examples every day. And so that really shaped who I was as a young adult and stuff I even experienced, you know, in my teenage years. So yeah, it, it really shaped how I see relationships and really affected it in a certain way. So yeah. Right. And you know, I love your yeah. you guys' story because you have two different people that come from two totally different backgrounds. And it just shows how God can get God can interfere from wherever you are in life. You don't have to be the person growing up in church all the time, or you don't have to be the person um, that isn't growing up in church all the time. He can connect with anybody um, and lead you to the same place because, you know, you ended up, you know, getting introduced to God um, Mm -hmm. through coming to church and things like that. AJ was already, you know, in church. He's very blessed to have that type of background because he had that foundation, you know? And so, it bring it's so beautiful to see how God can bring together two totally different people and create something wonderful. Yeah. It's amazing. He can definitely use anybody. And like I said, I I went here and there throughout my childhood. And yeah. one time I didn't really I didn't share with you yet, T, but um about I will say my freshman year of high school, I had moved from Germany back to the States. And mm-hmm. I started to, you know, go to, go to church and the church that I went to, you know, you feel that, that pull of God calling on your life and everything. Me and my brother, we was like <laughs> very, very nervous. And we both mm-hmm. went up to the altar and we accepted Jesus Christ as our savior. And that was our first time, but it was to a, it was at a church that that was our first time going to the church. So it was, we wasn't even a member or anything, didn't know nothing about God or nothing. Right. Wow. And, that's the only time that I went then. Like, we only went that Sunday. And then I had this big old gap my senior year, and then I met you. And so I went to go get saved again. Didn't know once saved, always saved you. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but yeah, that was very interesting how that happened, that um, the transition that I went from my freshman year to my senior year, all the things that happened, I could tell the enemy was trying to keep me from a lot of things that happened how everything was set up in my life to end up where I was at my senior year so yeah yeah right so do you feel like when you went up there the first time and you had that experience did you really understand what you were doing did they kind of give you um I know you said you kind of felt like a pool but did you really understand what was happening when you went up to the altar Nope. And that's a lot of times what happens as infants in Christ, new, new Christians, you know, you don't, mm-hmm. you just feel that guilt, that condemnation. And just, cause you know, something we're all, you know, it's all written on our hearts. So that's, what's pulling at you and you know, you want to do better in life. And so, but I do wish, you know, I mean, it would have been better if I was a member, you know, I was just visiting and right. um, they just gave me a King James version Bible sit me along my way <laughs> I ain't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
not even the tra- not even the one you could read. Lord help us. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was it was yeah, it was really interesting. Yeah, I don't think you, yeah, this is the first time I ever heard that. I never knew that you had that experience when you were a freshman, which is, you know, I'm glad you brought up the whole guilt thing because that a lot of times that is what draws people up to yeah. the altar is the pre- the preacher or the pastor is talking about sin. They're talking about hell. They're talking about condemnation. Um, they're talking about all of these things that you're thinking, wow, like I really need to get up here. Like, you know, they're talking about the different acts that you you may be doing that a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, that's me. I definitely need to go up there, you know. But at the same time, they gave you a Bible, but nothing like a follow up. You get what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. what do you do with the Bible? Where do you start with the Bible? Um, Just practical application, especially being a freshman, you know, being young. Yeah, you definitely needed that. But at the same time, like you said, God still knew like, okay, the first time they didn't do, you know, they didn't follow up, but don't worry when you become a senior, I got you kind of thing, Um, which is really, really amazing. So that's really good. I'm glad you shared that. Um, So uh, we talked about kind of how you guys grew up. Uh, We talked about the differences and things like that. So individually, your relationships, of course, before each other, kind of how were they? Um, do you feel like your family dynamic um, had an effect on how you dated mm-hmm. or did you date at all? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think like, uh, especially for me, my family, and when I say family, I'm, I'm also speaking of church family. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, for me seeing and being in church, my family, first of all, didn't allow dating. So that wasn't even a thing. Wow, wow. So I didn't experience dating, you know, which I had crushes or, you know, little things like that. But I didn't experience dating until high school. Okay, okay. I think that that was also, you know, God gracing me and allowing me to avoid a lot of heartache. You know, right. Not having to deal with certain situations. Yeah. You know, and so I think that that was very key because me growing yeah. up in church as well, I knew what I didn't want to get myself into. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't right. allow myself to be in certain situations, yeah. you know? And so that that's just key because different families grow up different. And I understood that you can't allow certain spirits in your presence. Yeah. Right, right, right. And so, so you said, AJ, that your parents, that you did, they weren't allowing you to date. How did you feel about that when you were so young? Like now you're giving us the, you know, how you feel about it. Now you know that it was protection. But yeah. how did you feel at that time? Did you feel oh, like different? That, did you feel, you know? You know, at that time, I didn't understand. You know, I wanted to date and I didn't see anything wrong with it. Right. I just thought that, you know, we were just kids and I wanted to experience things that kids were experiencing. You know? Right. Right. I didn't, I didn't at that time understand you know, the the full of what they were trying to teach me. Right, right, right. That's really a good point because, you know, nowadays it's not uncommon, of course, to date when you're in high school. Even in middle school, these kids these days early um, say they have a little boyfriend or they have a little girlfriend. And um, a lot of times when you're growing up, you don't understand, okay, you're being protected, like you said, graced to Absolutely. not have to experience so much heartache and and pain and confusion and temptation 
yeah. versus, you know, parents who may not raise their kids that way don't need, don't even know that them not putting those boundaries in place is hindering their children. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah, that 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 that's a definitely um a good point there. So Kiki, you can Yeah, I was gonna say that's with me. I wish I had that because what I what I went through um, you know, my family, they, they didn't, you know, of course they're not excited that you get into a relationship. They don't really want you to, but they don't, my family didn't enforce, like, you can't have no relationship. I was free to do what I wanted to. And so, um, that, it, it caused a lot of heartbreak and a lot of, um, bad experiences at an early age, which affected my marriage now. It still is affecting my marriage now, but thank you. Thank you, Lord, that I have a relationship mm-hmm. with God because he continues to deliver me. He continues to save me on a daily basis. And that right. just seemed to give myself to him. But yeah, it did it did shape the way that I view my my future relationships, my marriage. And it shaped me as an adult. And so yeah, I did I wish I had that in force growing up. I, it would have saved me from a lot of pain and a lot of heartache. Right, right, right. I'm glad that I I just love the fact that you guys have two totally different backgrounds and two totally different testimonies because a lot of people need can relate to both. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with you growing up in a Christian household and never experiencing some stuff. Because honestly, God as a good father does not want us to experience certain things. We shouldn't have to. Of course, we have self-will and we do grow up a little bit different. And honestly, a lot of it that I had to come to the realization of my childhood was for my purpose, the way I grew up, yeah. um, my the, my tribe or the people that I'm called to to save yeah. is attached to the way I grew up because everybody's not wilding out and doing the opposite. You get what I'm saying? And then find Christ. Some people have really been trying since they were introduced to walk that certain way. And it's OK. That's mm-hmm. your testimony. And this is my testimony, you know, so is equally as important as the other. Um, So that's the question that actually goes into the next question I was going to ask, because my question was going to be when you guys started to date or whatever the case may be, my next question was the way that you viewed relationships and star relationships, how did it impact your dating relationship? Because you said you guys were dating for 10 years Mm -hmm. before you got married. So can y'all tell us a little bit about that? Like, I know y'all probably butted heads a lot of times, but <laughs> so I definitely want to know kind of, you know, about that experience. I, I do think it, it really did factor into um, the reason why we went so long with dating before getting married. It, it, it impacted it tremendously because we went through a lot of, you know, trust issues, um, you know, uh, just a lot of things. <laughs> I mean, I can go through a whole... <laughs> I mean, I'm not... I don't want to, you know, like I'm celebrating it. Like, oh, it got it. we got through that. And, you know, because you don't need to go through that to get where we got, you know? And right, right. did affect it tremendously. We just... Well, I'm going to let you just go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I think like... um a part of me not being in as many relationships, you know, was not understanding how to deal with certain situations in a relationship. Yeah. 
I think that, yeah, we, we did clash a lot in the beginning, uh, right. but it was also learning how to communicate together effectively. Yeah. So, and not just caring about yourself, but now you're in a relationship, so it's both of you together. Yeah. Right. And, yeah, we dealt with a lot. And I think that, you know, just us following Christ and, you know, just putting God first is what transitioned our relationship. Right. You know, and having that desire, because as she mentioned, you know, I regret it took us that long to become married. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. once, yeah. once we got married, you know, we can see the, the power of God and just his blessings flow mm-hmm. and how much different it was. Yeah. Right, right. We spent the beginning of it being very hard-headed, yeah. even though we knew better as mm-hmm. We spent it being very hard-headed and rebellious against, mm-hmm. against God. And, you know, but when we, I mean, it took a lot of bump in our head and a lot of, um, how can I say it? I mean, just learning from our mistakes. Yeah. Learn, yeah. The consequences of our mistakes started to hit us back to back. And that's, I mean, you know, and that's what got us on the straight. I was like, okay, we got to get it together. And we can't wait to get together. We kept putting it off like, all right, we'll do it, you know, next month or next mm-hmm. year. But we finally was like, no, today is a day. We're going to do it today and we're going to stick to it. And ever since then, ever since that day, it's been amazing. Yeah. And I think one of, one of the most impactful things I think I remember because we always felt like we could do better in our communication. In our mm-hmm. And even once we begin to get counseling, the pastors told us at the time that communication is going to be something that you're going to continue to have to work on. Yeah. So it's not something that you're going to get to a certain level and you're going to be better yeah. or feel like you, you've overcome that situation, but you're going to constantly continue to work on it. Yeah. You can get better, but you're going to constantly, and you know, it's just going to be a working effort. Yeah. And it was a lot of doing things of our own strength and not relying on God. That's what it was. And when we decided to keep God at the center of it and keep relying on him to get us through, that's where we seen the blessing from it. The breakthrough. Awesome. That is so beautiful. I love, love, love that. Love it. Um, so another another thing that I was just thinking about while you guys were speaking is, do you remember two things? I'll start. The first thing is, how did you guys know? Did you know that you two were meant for each other? Because we're talking about two different backgrounds. Yeah. We're talking about two different views on relationships, even on marriage, you know, how things should go. Um, we're also talking about, like you said, in the beginning of your, your relationship, you weren't necessarily putting God first as you should have. So how did you know that this is still somebody that I'm supposed to be with? Did you have any type of um, discernment? Like, was your discernment? Was that was that the key or was it just prayer? Was it you making a choice like, OK, we're going to decide to do this together? Like, how did you know that this was something you should stay in versus let go of? Yeah, I think for me, um, I think it was just something I knew from the very beginning. And um, even though some of the things that we went through made me kind of want to change or maybe question it, I would mm-hmm. say. But um, honestly, like, even though we had our ups and downs, no matter what we went through, I still knew that this was my wife and this is who mm-hmm. I wanted to be with for the rest of my life. Yeah. Oh, just a fool. <laughs> for me, once again, it was the opposite. Um, and that- <laughs> <laughs> but I've been 
I dated young. I, I did a lot of stuff very, very young. And so when I met him, I knew that, of course, I knew there was something special about him. But because of how I viewed men, I he just fell into that category. He got the back end of it, you know, me mm-hmm. being young, you know, I did a lot of things that I, you know, regret. You know, I, I caused him a lot of hurt. And I'm thankful that he stuck by my side no matter what, because God knew I needed that. He knew I needed somebody to be patient with me and to, I mean, AJ prayed over me, even though he wasn't doing the right thing. He still prayed over me. And wow, I didn't see it then. And, and as that, you know, as we grew and the years went on, I started to notice I got to take this seriously. I finally because I always wanted to see that. I always wanted to see fruitful relationships and marriages, godly ones. Right. And I was like, I can have this. I finally can. He is serious. You know, it took me a while to build that trust with him. You know, he's for real. Like, yeah. You know, really wants it just to be me and him hmm. and so fix it jesus <laughs> that, that's what had me hone in like okay i gotta do better and so yeah yeah oh that's so sweet y'all see why i have them on my podcast like y'all y'all are getting the real real right now okay and i know some people will be like well, I shouldn't say be like, that's not really a good grammar, but <laughs> some people say <laughs> that, you know, there there aren't any godly men out here or, you know, mm-hmm. they feel like they're waiting forever in a day because trust mm-hmm. me, me and Kiki have these conversations. I used to feel the same way. Uh- <laughs> so, but I just want y'all to hear how beautiful God can make yeah. um, a story, even not a perfect story, we know that nothing's going to be perfect, but how literally the Bible says that he will make everything beautiful in his timing. And that is definitely a testament of their marriage. Because trust me, I've been there, okay, from the beginning. So I know and have seen the transformation up close and perfect. <laughs> Listen, okay, if you know, you know. So the the most beautiful thing I feel like that we're getting, and we're going to get into, you know, <clears throat> Um, we're hearing a lot right now of my next question about how God has impacted their marriage, but I know it's a little bit more they have to share with us about that. Mm -hmm. But um, this is really a testament of God's goodness, his grace and his mercy, because you can start off a person like Kiki, you make, you make and relate to her with the same type of background. Mm -hmm. You didn't grow up seeing it, but you wanted it. Mm -hmm. You just didn't know that it was available to you. Yep. And then you get introduced to Christ and he transforms everything. Yep. He starts giving you different thoughts. He gets showing you what you deserve, what he has for you. Yep. And that it does not matter about your background. It doesn't matter about who your mama is, your daddy is, where you grew up. It doesn't matter about any of those things. When you come into contact with Christ, it yep. changes everything. Will it change overnight? No, we just heard that they went through rough patches before they got to where they needed to be. But, excuse me, it made them into who they are now. Yeah. Even like thinking about any of our stories, we sometimes try to shy away from that part. We try to shy away from the shame and the guilt that we felt before. Yeah. Um, and get to where we are now. But all of those things made up our story and makes up our story. So, yeah, this is great. 
This is great. Um, and like my next question was like, how has God impacted your marriage? But you kind of were already sharing that. Do you have anything else to kind of share about how when that moment happened when your light bulb basically went off and you realized that you kept hitting your head trying to do it your way? And do you remember the time that that happened or was it just gradually over time? Oh, it was gradually over time, but I remember it was, it was, um, I want to say it was like August of 2019, about two months before we got married. And we went through a lot of stuff, of course, like I said, over the years, but definitely that year. Mm -hmm. And kept feeling God pulling on us to go ahead and get married. What are y'all waiting on? (laughs) Right. Um. Uh, of course your listeners don't know but we both drive trucks together we team drive together we travel all over the u.s Mm -hmm. um and so we started driving trucks together in 2018 just that year prior and i'm just like look we're doing this business together we might as well go ahead and get married and so and on top of us making certain decisions that kept impacting um our situation i'm like look we got to get it together so um. And also, just to add on to that, you know, um, our marriage, it didn't, it wasn't how we planned it, or yeah. it wasn't how we thought it was going to be. Right, right, okay. If you're uh, thinking about it, that happened before COVID. Yeah. And so we were planning a wedding. And so, like Kiki mentioned, it was just a pull for us not to continue to wait, but just to go ahead and get married not knowing that COVID was going to happen after that, Mm -hmm. not knowing that I was going to need a major surgery on my eye after that as Mm -hmm. well. And Mm -hmm. with us being married, Kiki was able to stay with me at the hospital and be there for me. And so I think that, you know, it was just, as you mentioned, over time, how God was tugging on us to do the right thing Mm -hmm. so that he could bless us Mm -hmm. as well. And I'm glad we went on ahead and listened because, it lined up for the next year, you know, because I mean, we didn't share, but we did get engaged Christmas of 2018. And so with planning that wedding, you know, like everybody do, you do a whole year in advance or whatever. Right. Planning it. But God was like, y'all need to go ahead and get married now. Go ahead now. And so we just called our family up out of nowhere, just like, look, we get married in about two weeks. Y'all going to be there or not? Which <laughs> And well, that's how oh, we yeah. Well, even before that, we had already been trying to make plans to have a wedding. Mm -hmm. And I have a big family, and Kiki has a um, doesn't have a small family either. Right, spread out. Yeah, yeah. But it was just like each place that we uh, visited or that we were looking into, it didn't fit what we wanted. Yeah. And so when we did decide to go ahead and get married right away, everything fell into place. It really did. We didn't really have to pay for anything. <laughs> Look at God. Won't he do it? That's the type of blessing, Lord, that I need on my life. <laughs> I receive it. Yes. In Jesus' name. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so we have talked about, you know, a little bit about you guys' background, loved it, where you are now. Um, do you believe that the way that God has kind of maneuvered in your marriage 
do you like what do you see him using you guys in um future wise like what do you see your marriage what do you believe your marriage purpose and vision is do you guys have that mm-hmm. we believe that he's we're going to be ministering to young married couples and young adults that strive to be married and so we're going to be we're, we are and going to be continue um you know, great examples of a kingdom marriage. So I, I know God's going to use us for that. Yeah. And um, you took me back to HOD and SOS days. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you got to give a background about that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you guys don't know this, but SOS was our um, girls ministry. Me and Kiki grew up in and HOD was the um the ministry the boys ministry that AJ them grew up in and it stands for House of David and Sold Out Sisters. So y'all we used to think we was in a gang for real. Okay, gang gang. <laughs> a Jesus gang, Jesus gang, of course. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah, so I mean I, I I do agree that, you know, there's definitely been a tug on our heart for the youth and just seeing the way the world is going, you know, I think that uh, ministering to the youth and you know just helping them understand that you don't have to wait you know to be sold out for Christ or you know to be right. you know following after God and chasing after God you know because we understand the importance of it yeah and you know starting out at a young age you know it helps you to you know I guess be in the right place for God to use you but not only that you know it helps you to avoid all of the things that you know the world says as normal, but you know, you don't really have to deal with those things. Yeah. You know, right. Have a um, you know, an amazing life. You know, you don't have to be in gangs or, mm-hmm. you know, run to the streets and stuff like that. And so yep. uh, I think that's just one of the areas. Um, as she mentioned as well, we also um have we also drive trucks and so we want our own trucking business. And so I think just right. things that I believe that God is uh, I guess, pushing us towards in our marriage. Yeah, and to add to what you're saying, you know, with, with how young people are today in this generation, they're looking at, you know, oh, uh, getting married young is, that's that's an old day. That, that was 20 years ago and everything. And um, they're doing things the way that the media, you know, the, what they see on the media from, from celebrities and everything with, you know, and from what they've seen in their families with the, you know, living together, dating for so long, mm-hmm. uh, you know, doing all the things married couples do. My thing is, I know God's going to use us to show them that you can still do, you can still get married young. You can still do things the right way and still prosper, still be, uh, what? God can still use you. You can still be relevant. You don't have to do things the way the world is trying to change it and have you look at it. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. Right. That's awesome. I believe all those things for you guys too. I can definitely see it. Um, Cause y'all already be um, having me in marriage counseling and I ain't even married yet. (laughs) Or relationship counseling. (laughs) What you say? I got to reel you back in. (laughs) Right. Oh yeah. Y'all listen. The Lord is working on me. Okay. So um, that's awesome. I really do. Like I said, I, I really do believe all of those things for you guys. I really pray that your business and your business, your ministry, whatever it is that God calls for you guys, um, that all of it comes to pass because this is not the first 
place that you'll be sharing your testimony for sure because I do believe this is the first opportunity but that doors especially for the rest of this year that doors are going to be getting knocked open for you guys to kind of walk through and just glorify God because that's what you're deciding to do you know in your marriage and so so I have one question before we kind of wrap everything up so how do you guys deal with conflict now in your marriage? Because you're two t- two totally different people, of course. And the Bible talks about when you're married, you're becoming one. So what has been your experience personally with becoming one? How do you, you know, do you argue? Do you disagree? I know you guys disagree on things like that, but how do you handle those things? I, I want to I wanna know how do you feel like the old you would handle these things versus you know now Mm-hmm. how how you handle them now versus <laughs> how you would handle them before because God is the common denominator now. Yeah. yeah. I, I think for me, like um, how I used to handle things, I was so fast to react to the situation. And so mm-hmm. I blew up or, you know, I was uh, just, I guess, quick to answer or, you know, um, I think I and mm-hmm. so I think that, you know, understanding now, you know, you don't have to, you know, rush or, you know, be slow to speak, mm-hmm. you know, make sure you're really listening to understand. And I think that one of the key things is understanding that, you know, my wife isn't here to hurt me mm-hmm. and that she's not wow, that's big. off a certain way. You know, she's not attacking me. Mm-hmm. And so I need to really listen to what she's saying and then answer it. And of course, we still deal with certain situations to where, yeah, it may be an argument, you know, or it may head that way, I would say, you know, but we understand now how to cut it off or, you know, how to address the situation. Mm-hmm. Right, right. From uh, what we came from. Yeah. And with me, my relationship with him is the reflection of my relationship with Jesus that I continue to die to myself. That's the only way that I can get through these disagreements, these, you know, these um, troubled times that we be having. It's just, I, I decrease in the situation. I want to serve him. I want to make sure, you know, I'm not, um, you know, trying to, I have to have the last word. I have to, you know, be the one up, you know, on him, you know, in any situation, I continue to, uh, versus the old me, the old me used to look, you know, I, I will bark, you know, keep on, you know, make sure I get my, my, my word across and, you know, make hands and make sure I have my way. And it just took me to hone in on my relationship with Jesus Christ and realize it ain't about you. It ain't about, you know, you know, even though, you know, I used to use the excuses of what I've been through and all that and how I'm still learning to uh, to handle certain situations and, and how to handle certain conversations that we'll have. But it's not about the excuses. It's not about what you've been through. It's about what you're going to do in that moment at that set time moving forward. Right. And so it just took me to realize we just have, I just have to serve him and make sure to continue to put him first. And at the end of the day, that wins. And prayer, prayer is number one. I just Absolutely. keep going to God no matter what. No matter what, in a situation, I pray about it. Before I go to him, 
um, if if it's a heated moment, we'll we'll stop in that moment. And me and him, we'll be sitting there praying, and then we'll come back together. We'll be praying to ourselves, and then we'll come back together because we still need to keep Jesus at the center. We need to keep God here because if we don't, we will start our flesh will start talking more, and mm-hmm. the problem won't get solved. It'll just get worse. So it's just praying, praying consensually all the time, all the time. Yeah. Right, right. I love that because the number one thing that I feel like we sometimes forget, even when the Lord blesses us with our person, you can't have a godly relationship without God, without us being the center. Everybody claims that, you know, and I've said it multiple times as well, so I'm guilty of it. Oh, I want a godly relationship. Well, guess what? He has to be at the center of that relationship in order for it to be godly. Yeah. It takes work and it starts with you because then that will reflect in that relationship. If you want that from somebody, if you want that relationship, it starts with you. You got to do it. You got to be the example. Exactly. Even if that person isn't doing it, you still got to do it and be that example. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's good. That's good. So what are you guys looking forward to in your marriage? Like, what are you looking forward to (laughs) You know, what do you see like as your outside of ministry and, you know, business and things like that? What else are you guys looking forward to? Oh, it's so much. It's so, so much. much. Um, <laughs> or to um, having children. Yeah. Yay. Things that, you know, we're, we're really focusing on now. And um, we mm-hmm. also uh, brought land with our family. Mm-hmm. And so. That is another thing we're looking forward to, building our own home. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Being surrounded by a family and, you know, getting back to uh, being around Christian family and, you know, having that foundation. So. Yeah, building the foundation for our family. That's that's the important thing right now in the years to come. So That is so awesome. I know. And so, it, you know, it's so amazing because, you can have that type of, that type of life with Christ. The, there is no, you know, no limits mm-hmm. and he knows specifically what each of us desire. Mm-hmm. As long as it's in his will, then we already know it's going to happen. It's just in his timing, which is the most beautiful thing as well. Cause when it's meant to happen, it will happen. And that's, that's very true for our relationship. Everything that has happened thus far is all God's timing everything absolutely even with with the way that we you know was in fornication i'm thankful that we didn't have children then because god appointed for this time for it to happen this way oh that's wonderful yeah amazing and you know yeah you're under covenant now you know he knows everything that's why you can't necessarily all the time look at where people are because god sees the heart yeah he protects us from everything things we have no idea about he's always working for us he's always for us all the time every day every second of the day no matter what is going what what journey we're on what part of our life story we are in because he knows the ending of it he's always there for every single part yeah and that's what we had to constantly learn that even though it don't look like it even though it don't seem like it god is still moving in your life he's still working out some everything for your good everything he's Absolutely. working it out so yeah it's so beautiful 
<laughs> yep, y'all know what I say. Fix it, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, AJ say fix it, Jesus, a lot to the conversations <laughs> I be having with Kiki. <laughs> oh, my God. All the time. Yeah. Yes. So is there anything else you guys want to share with, you know, just um, our listeners? Because a lot of my listeners are between the ages of 25 to 35. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have had a lot of them between the ages maybe are 15 to 18. So because I, I can see all the the statistics and things like that. So is there anything you guys want to last last words of wisdom from the couple on the line? Anything that you feel the Lord is wanting you to share with the listeners as we wrap up? Um, Just if God is really pulling on you to get your life together and really live Christ-like, really live under, really live righteously, do it. Start today and stay with it. You don't have to be perfect. You're going to mess up. But as long as your heart posture is to, okay, I'm not going to practice that. I'm going to start over and I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to completely repent and turn around and go the other way. As long as you just stick with that, God can change so much in your life. And don't look at, don't go by what you see. Have the hope, faith, and stand in that, that he's going to work it out for your good. No matter what, if it's looking for marriage, if it's just, um, you know, job, anything, a bad relationship with your family, whatever it is, stand on that. God is going to work it out. But it starts with you dying to yourself, picking up your cross and dying to yourself every single day. Hey, that's key. That's key. You know, and, um, you know, a lot of people, they say they start, they say, well, I don't know how to pray or, you know, little things like that. But praying is just communicating and having a conversation with God, mm-hmm. you know. Amen with Jesus Christ being our savior, you know, just cast all your cares on him. Mm-hmm. And I also am a firm believer in having friends, godly friends around you, mm-hmm. having that surrounding, having that covering that can help you hold you accountable yes. and to uh, be there for you to fall back on and, and talk to. And so, you know, just surround yourself with godly people and chase after God. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what you're going through, God can change this situation. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what you're facing, it is not too big for God. Yeah, I promise you, he can come in your life and he can transform your life yes. right now. So don't wait. Life is too short. Mm-hmm. Don't wait. Run after God. Yeah. Amen. All right. Now, Brother Anthony. the <laughs> key key. <laughs> well, I just want to thank y'all so much for coming and joining Real Talk with T. This has definitely been Real Talk. And I am so glad on how God has, you know, maneuvered through this whole podcast, maneuvered through this conversation. And and, um, I just pray that God continues to bless your union with prosperity, with peace, and with babies. Yeah. His name. Um. And so I'm, I thank you guys so much for coming on. I seriously do. I really believe that this is going to help a lot of people. I believe that the Holy Spirit definitely has been speaking through you guys. And I'm so glad that you guys decided to step out on faith and share your testimony, share your story. Of course, there is so much more yeah. um, that God has for you guys to share and kind of, you know, um, just use to glorify his name. But I'm so glad you guys decided to step in on today and really bless the listeners with this conversation 
Yes. Um, yeah. No problem. Y'all already knew it was coming. I told you it was coming. It was in the work. Yeah, the Lord, the Holy Spirit was telling us. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so glad. So I am going to end the podcast on tonight. Um, thank you everybody for um listening. God bless each and every one of the listeners. May you continue to thrive in everything that God has called you to do. May you get closer to him like you never have before. I pray that he changes your life, that he shows you your purpose, and that you're bold enough to run after him and run after your purpose like you never have been um, able or experienced before in Jesus' name. So thank you, guys. This has been Talk with T. My name is T Pringle, and you have a great rest of your night.